here on the Boss Man Show, from the show, Russ Turner on the Boss Man Show, UC Irvine, the Anteaters, 10-1 out there in the Big West, 2025 overall coach. Man, you all doing great this year, man. How's it going out there in Irvine, man? Oh, we're feeling all right right now, Boss Man. I appreciate you having me on the show. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, talk to me about this, man. Your squad has been balling out real good on an eight-game winning streak. What is key this streak for you guys? You've been playing well all year. Was it preseason work this year, the, the workouts in the summertime, the guys with the right mindset, focus on the game plan you set out for these guys? Where has it been, Coach? Yeah, it's been a little bit of everything. We've got uh, we've got a veteran team coming back. Uh, didn't lose anybody off of last year's team. So we have veterans back, and we added two really good players. One's a uh, graduate transfer from Stanford, Robert Cartwright, and others a redshirt freshman, and Colin Welp. Both those two guys have had a big, big impact. And you know, we're a great defensive team, and we uh, we also had the opportunity to go on a foreign tour this summer to Korea. So we've had a lot of things go our way. We had a good schedule, and uh, we've won a lot of close games. So now we've got a real good record, and uh, what we're telling people is that we think we're the best team in Division One in all of California right now, and uh, I think our record supports that. Now, Coach, let's ask you about the trip to Korea. How was the trip in Korea, and what did you guys learn from that trip, being together or a foreign country, being able to bond, get those extra practices in, and kind of get the system going with the guys, learning about new culture, learning about each other, learning about you as coaches. How was that trip for you guys overall in Korea? Yeah, it was an outstanding experience, you know, more just from the standpoint of what our young people were able to learn going to a foreign land for the first time. None of my guys had ever been overseas. And so we had that experience together. That's a really special bonding time. And obviously the practices helped us. And it was really critical that we had that opportunity to integrate two new players, you know, into a, into a strong group. Uh, we played good games over there in – um, you know, in a competitive tournament. And uh, I think that was also helpful for us. And uh, we had enough time when we got back to take a little break before we restarted again. And we've kind of built momentum off of that trip, which is uh, something I've heard a lot of you know, programs have experienced. We'd never done it here before this year, but it sure feels like it's helped us. And, Coach, as far as that non-conference slate you guys played, toughing you guys up, some tough losses in there. But, man, that adversity you face, Fennel's top-notch talent, different styles of play. I feel like this time of year, February and March, that's helping you out immensely now as well as you get ready for these bigger games coming up here late February into March. You're coming up here real soon. Yeah, I mean, we, we always play a difficult schedule. And uh, this year's schedule was not as difficult as the one we faced last year. We played a lot of really good teams. And we had success against some of them. And we've already got wins over Texas A&M um, at their place. We got a win you know, at St. Mary's, we're going to win at home against a really good Montana team. Uh, we've played a hard schedule and uh, been successful with it, you know, in some in some tight games and some tough environments. And uh, that's helped us in conference as we've won, you know, a few overtime games. You got there right, Coach. And I feel like having an older roster where the guys have came back is really helping you guys in late-game situations because when a close game, they're not scared. They're not running from the from day A. They know what to expect. They know what you want them to do on defense. They don't know your scheme. They're not confused. They're sticking their scouting reports. And it's helping you guys out when these, these, these tight games and come out on top of here lately here, Coach. I love it about, about, your, about your guys. Yeah, that's, that is right. You know, we uh... – have been together long enough now that we all 
you know, speak the same language. And uh, I think the guys can expect the type of things I'm going to ask for from them because we've been in so many of these scenarios together. And uh, luck has played some part in it, but I also feel like we've been really poised, um, really composed, and we've executed well in close games. And, uh, you know, I say that we've got four different guys who've made game-winning shots for us this year. And that's a testament to our depth and our talent, I think, and also the unselfishness in this group. So we've got a lot of good things going our way right now. And speaking of depth, Coach, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at your roster. You play a good number of guys. I'm, I can count nine guys and see good minutes over, 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 over double-digit minutes a game that you play. So I feel like this time of year, again, when you play in a tournament situation, back-to-back-to-backs, where the legs don't really matter, or if it's a tight game, foul trouble comes up, some happens or injury, you can cover because you got depth, you got experience, and guys who've been playing all year long where you have to go, well, well, can I go to this guy or can I go to this guy? But you already know that you can't go to these guys and trust them already on the court. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're a one-bid league, and it's a uh, three-games-and-three-day scenario that we've got to come out on top of you know, to reach our goal. And so with that in mind, we have to have a deep team. Um, we have to have multiple players that we can rely on and, and we work really hard, you know, to manage the depth that we have and to continue to build it throughout the year, figuring if we are fresher on the last day of our tournament than whoever we're playing against, that we may have, we may have that as an advantage. Um, I'm hoping that'll be the case with this team. I do like all these guys. You know, I feel like we got multiple players that come off our bench who would easily be starters at other schools in our league. So I've asked for a lot of sacrifice from the players on our roster. But uh, right now I feel like all of our guys are buying into that and that we've got a chance to uh, do some special things here coming down the last stretch of the month, last month of the season. Now, Coach, what I was telling some guys in my over here on my staff is about, about you. You are a player development guy. You come from that background of player development with Golden State, Stanford, those those stops you had. And at the mid-major level, player development is really, really key. I feel like you do a great job of your time at UC Irvine since 2010 developing talent. A lot of guys you've coached play internationally, play overseas, they're still continuing their careers. And I feel like going and play for a guy like yourself helps the guys develop. So you talk a little bit about that, Coach, developing players developing your team always if it would be mindset physicality the way they see the game with film work how do you go about getting your guys to see the game from your point of view and give them that right purview how to play the right way each night out out on the court there for you guys yeah you know it's it's uh it's a team effort on our staff and i feel like i've got a great group of guys on my staff who are all you know really students of the game and bring different valuable experiences Um, All the things you said, I mean, we've got guys who are excellent coaches on the floor, you know, work with our players as much as the NCAA rules allow all throughout the year. We've got great continuity in our program. Very rarely do we have anybody leave our program, you know, so guys get taught regularly and pushed hard for a long period of time. I think we do a great job with the video work we do. Um, And at UC Irvine, we're going to get intelligent guys, guys who's, uh, brains can be a huge advantage if we, you know, continue to strive for improvement. And I feel like we get that, especially on the defensive end, um, where you know we probably focus more of our effort and intensity than most programs. Uh, right now, we're number one in the country in uh, two-point field goal percentage defense, and that's a credit to our players, uh, their intelligence, their improvement, and their commitment. Um, so I'm really pleased with the players and with the staff we've got 
I'm in my ninth year, so we've been doing this for a long time. We feel like we've gotten pretty good at it. Yes, indeed, Coach. And I feel like defensive is always the last thing to buy in. Like, you, if you get guys who accept their roles to be defenders, whether it be locking down the main guy on the team, being a weak side rotation person or rebound the basketball or fight over a screen, like, if you get guys to buy into those concepts of defense, you can all be successful. All your defense can travel. Your shot may not, defense all every night will travel. Yeah, we say that a lot, you know, and uh, right now we've won all of our conference road games. And at one point we had a, a 10-game road winning streak that was broken when we lost at Butler. Uh, we do believe that character travels and defense travels. and I work really hard to get my guys to buy into that end of the floor because we think our team's defense is reflective of our toughness and our character. And all the guys we recruit into this program have toughness and have character. And uh, I really like being around this group because of that. And we're working real hard to maintain it. You know how that is. It's never an easy thing to maintain, but we're working at it. And, Coach, you got a home game against Cal Poly. Uh, what are you saying for these guys on film? And what will you tell your team as you get ready to prepare for these guys coming up here this week here? Yeah, you know, Cal Poly is uh, right now at the bottom of our conference. But uh, two years ago they were that, and they came into our place and beat us. I think because in part because we let up and uh, sort of took our foot off the gas. I think that, you know, we're having some success right now. And in many situations, the hardest thing for young men to handle is success. Uh, we've got to show our character and uh, show how valuable what we're trying to accomplish is with the way we continue to improve this week and the uh, mentality we have when we take the floor on Thursday night in a game that we know is a championship game. You know, we're trying to win the regular season championship in our league. It's the next opportunity we have to fight for it. I'm hoping we're going to be ready. And, Coach, uh, I was going back looking at the Warriors roster of the We Believe Warriors. A lot of guys on that roster yeah. I know personally, like Josh Powell, Stephen Jackson, Al Harrington, Mike Dunleavy. I mean, what was it like to coach those guys, man? Because I, I know them with the Hawks. But what are those guys like to be around on that team and how they y'all played so well, well together in Oracle, that environment? How was that whole year, Coach? Man, that, that We Believe team was really a special group there in the Bay Area. You know, they've gone on to have great success at the Warriors, you know, since that time. But uh, the success that we captured there in 2007 was really special. And uh, a couple of guys you mentioned, you know, we had we had really good players on that team. You know, we made a mid-year trade. We brought in Al Harrington and Steven Jackson from the uh, from the Pacers. And those guys changed us because they fit so well with Baron Davis, with Jason Richardson. Um, we, had, we, had a, we had a deep and talented team. It was fun to be a part of, and it was just a great match for the city of Oakland. And Don Nelson was the perfect coach for that group. We had Matt Barnes and Monte Ellis and uh, Michael Petrus. We had really good, uh, good talent. And, uh, you know, beat Dallas in the first round, which was the first ever number eight seed to beat the number one seed. And I feel like if we had been fortunate enough to play Houston in the second round instead of Utah, we'd probably beaten them too because they had really struggled to play against us. Uh, but we we did something special there, and it was really fun to get the uh, you know the Bay Area behind us and uh, remained a Warriors fan obviously since I was there, and uh, just really you know fascinated to watch what Steph Curry has done there as a leader of that team and what their whole organization has done. Um, I root for them because of the character that Steph shows with how he brings, brings you know, just such great things to the court for a, a team. 
And of course, that atmosphere in Oracle, man, is one of a kind. When the Hawks play there, they they even the Hawks know we've been bad for the last few years. The crowd's still amazing in Oracle. So being a coach and on that organization, how how does that crowd push you guys on when it's a tough game or where you get down but you push back in the run and how the crowd of Oracle that gets going and goes Warriors, you know how they do it, how the chance they do, man. Yeah. How, how does that get y'all going, man? Because I mean, for me as a busy team, it gets me hyped up. Yeah, yeah, you know that was a, a really special NBA crowd um, that that we had that year in 2007. Has grown since then. You know, Oakland is a neat city in support of the NBA because it's a lot of uh, you know more working class people, regular folks that just love the game and, uh, and you know have an attitude about being fans that's terrific. I'm worried for the Warriors are going to lose a little bit of that when they move their home games in San Francisco, but it was really a special thing to be a part of there in the Bay Area back then, and they've, they've done a great job continuing it. And I'm rooting for your Hawks, man. You know, one of my guys uh, that was with me on staff at the Warriors, Travis Slink, is the GM of the Hawks. So, uh, yes, he is, them. my guy like Travis. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they're doing a great job over there and that uh, great things are coming for the Hawks, too. I definitely tell my talk to yeah, coach, man. I'm telling you what, man. If we get we just get these guys to grow, man, it's gonna be something special in Atlanta with John Collins and Trey Young and a few other pieces. We get the right mix of guys. I think the Hawks may be doing something real nice in a few years here. That's what it's looking like to me too. Okay, coach. Wishing you the best looking poly this week, coach. Hope to talk to you again in March when you make your tournament, man. You're going there at Big Dance, coach. All the best to you. I love to have you on the show, coach. You one of the best I have on the show each year. I'm telling you that. I mean it for real, coach. Hey, I appreciate it, boss, man. Thanks for having me and UC Irvine on your show. Yes, indeed, folks. It's Coach Turner, UC Irvine, here on the Boxer Show. Check them out this week against Cal Poly. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. 
Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to do two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay Maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. All right, folks, back in the Gerald the Boss Man show. We're talking some Sunbelt basketball with Coach Danny Casper of the Texas State Bobcats. Coach Casper, how are things down there in Texas today, man? Well, they're doing good. You know, we didn't lose today, so we're good. <laughs> yes, indeed, Coach. Of course, of course, we didn't play either, so that's good. 
hey, but you practice today, coach. You, you got the guys ready. You got some done some good work today. I, I'm pretty sure you're getting your guys ready to play uh, Louisiana, Monroe, and Lafayette this week. We are. It's uh, we feel like there's two very good teams coming in here, and uh, we're going to have to play, you know, pretty good basketball to uh, to get what we need. And uh, and so I'm, uh, I'm you know, I'm, I'm anxious and hopeful that we can take care of business at home because I think that will put us in a very good place going into the last three games. And coach, you're ten and three right now. Some belt play. 21 and 5 overall on a four game winning streak. So, coach, what has been the keys in your mind to the season you've had overall with the record and this last winning streak of four games in a row you, you've been on so far? Well, I, you know, we have a lot of experience coming back. The most I've ever had, you know, in, during my tenure here. And, uh, you know, they know my system. We've added a couple of players, uh, <clears throat> most notably uh, Jalen Shedd, our point guard. Uh, we've added uh, another point guard, backup point guard, Mason Harrell. And, uh, you know, really, other than that, uh, everything else has been returning players for the most part. And they provided, you know, some of my players, like Nigel Pearson, <clears throat> has provided, Alex Peacock has provided great leadership. And uh, so the leadership and the experience this year is vastly different than it was last year in a positive way. Uh, I think also we have a first-team all-conference player in, in Nigel Pearson. We have a serious candidate for newcomer of the year in Jalen Shedd. And we have, a, you know, a, another potential all-conference candidate in Trey Nottingham. And uh, <clears throat> so, I, uh, you know, we have more firepower in addition to more experience and leadership. And, Coach, the, I feel like at your level, Coach, having guys returning to your program, uh, developing these guys, helps come with continuity, one, but it gives them experience to over, overcome tough losses or tough games or tough calls and not get flustered by it. And, additionally, they know your system. They know what you expect. They have game plan, they're disciplined. They, they, they read their scouting reports. They can watch film, understand what you're seeing, the same thing on the film. So I feel like that – really helps for a team like yours be successful they've been this year coach it has it has and you know we've we've won some close ones this year that whereas last year we lost a lot of close ones and uh you know so that exactly what you're saying that that maturity that experience that leadership you know it, it can make it can make a difference of you know just you know four to six points per game in terms of making right decisions and uh, so we won some close ones this year that I think last year we probably would have lost him in close games. And, Coach, let's be honest about it. You, you all could have beat Drake in Arkansas, too, and went 13-0 in non-conference. <laughs> you know, honestly, you know, if a, a play here or there, you could have swept the whole non-conference late before you got some belt play because you played Drake in Arkansas so, so, so tough there. Yes, you know, Arkansas, we were 8 for 21, I believe, from the free throw line and we lost by three and I don't remember what we shot against Drake it wasn't a great that's been one of our weaknesses though we have shot it, the ball well lately but one of our weaknesses in some past games has been our free throw shooting and I really felt like the Arkansas and Drake games were both very winnable we lost to UT Arlington in double overtime where we were nine for 20 from the free throw line so uh, I, I, I thought our defense was pretty good I thought our offense was you know, very respectable in these games. 
and sometimes it's just one small, you know, one one kind one factor or another that can lead you to a defeat. Uh, both trips were on the both of those losses. Drake and Arkansas were on the road, and yet they were very close games. So I feel like this team, you know, with its five losses, has uh, has done a pretty good job of uh, of uh, even showing itself in a in a dignified or respectful manner, even in our losses. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, I know something about your roster is that you have a deep rotation of guys you play in. I feel that's very important this time of year, late February, going to March and tournament play, especially in New Orleans. They have to play those days back to back to back to back, having guys' legs be fresh in that situation. So on, on that Sunday or Saturday night, they don't run out of gas. So I feel like the fact that you play numerous of guys, that helps. Also, get some experience in case there's foul trouble, an injury, or something happens where you have to go deep into your bench. You have guys that are playing and are confident and not scared of the moment to be on the court and perform as you know they can. Yes. We, uh, we have. Not every game, but a lot of games you've seen, you know, eight, maybe nine guys with ten minutes or more. And uh, uh, so, and you brought up a good point. Bench depth is better this year than it was last year. So you have experience, leadership, a little bit more offensive firepower, a little bit more depth. And uh, we haven't been injured. Last year we were hurt. It was one of my worst years in 27 years of coaching last year in terms of injuries. And this year, knock on wood, it's been it's been very uh, it's the, you know the injury bug has not bit us, and I'm knocking on wood as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, you, that's very key, coach. So key to that. And and while look at your roster, coach, you have having that balanced roster, class balance of being able to keep the, pro, the program stable going forward. Because I feel like at the, at the level you guys are at, be a major level, it's crucial to have roster balance and also be old at the right time and kind of stay old to a degree but also want to bring in those high school freshmen uh, from high school there. You want to get the right transfer, the right JUCO guys. So uh, for you guys and coaching, I feel like scheduling and recruiting are the two biggest things you guys do on. And also thoroughly getting the kids a degree, of course. It's very things you do that are so important in keeping your program going the right direction all the years to come. It is. You know, if you look at our roster, we only have three seniors. So uh, out of 13 scholarship players, 10 are, <clears throat> excuse me, 10 are, re- are underclassmen. And, uh, you know, I hope that bodes well for years to come because we are returning a decent amount of scoring and a lot of most of our rebounding and, uh, and a, a pretty good amount of scoring is coming back also. Uh, we're, we're, the, the two key players we're losing are Alex Peacock and Trey Nottingham. And we need to replace them. And if we do find adequate recruits or if somebody on the team we currently have can step up, you know, uh, I think we could, we, could ha- we could have another pretty good year uh, next year if we can stay healthy. And, Coach, recruiting-wise in Texas, I feel like for you, Coach, you have a great treasure chest of players in Texas you can go to because everybody can't go to Texas or Baylor or Texas Tech. So, they guys have to come to you or Carnet Word or you have to come down to UTSA or you got a guy to go to Arlington, North Texas. So, I feel like you are in contention for great players who are maybe been, maybe don't fit Texas, Texas Tech or Baylor, but you can get those guys in Texas have a lot of great players and basketball as well. So did you love knowing that you can find some players no matter what in, right in your own backyard? We, I do. You know, we like, I like to tell my guys that, you know, we should be staying in the, 
in the states of uh, four states of Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana. All, uh, but particularly, we need to recruit. You know, you got four of the biggest cities in the country in Texas between Dallas, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio. And uh, you know, so we want to. We want we from a standpoint of not having to travel so much, saving money. Uh, you know, we we really try to get Texas kids, but we include the states that border us also. Uh, you know, we feel like some states are not as heavily recruited. I think Texas is heavily recruited. Uh, and sometimes kids will think the grass is greener outside the state. And sometimes I guess it is, but we have, uh, you know, I think the statistics have shown a lot of young men have left the state and then come back to play, you know, the transfer and play their remaining basketball back into the state of Texas. So we, we do have some fertile recruiting grounds here. And we certainly hunt those those grounds first. Yes, indeed. And now, Coach, uh, you speak to the quality of just teams and coaching in the Sun Belt Conference. I feel like, you know, the league kind of gets slept on a little bit. But it's some great coaches in this league. And, of course, I see it right here in my backyard with Georgia State and Georgia Southern. But seeing you got Texas State, see like I said, Monroe, like the Lafayette, I mean, you go down the list. It's, it's Little Rock, even. There's great coaching in this league, great teams, but great talent that's been kind of look, overlooked. But, man, you watch the basketball that's going on. It's very great quality of basketball, Coach. It is. I think it's an underrated league. It's very strong. There's just not an easy night off. You know, I mean, you. when I was in the Southland Conference, I thought there was at least two teams every year that I thought, oh, at least, we, you know, we don't have to play great to win this game. But I don't feel that way about anybody in the sun. You're going to have to play good every night if you're going to win. Uh, <clears throat> and that's partly due to coaching and and, 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 and the players they're recruiting. Uh, there's been some very good players come in this league. And, and um, you're just, you know, if you want to stay on top of this league, you, better, you really need to coach your players up and you better recruit good players or, or you're going to find yourself – near the bottom of the league. You got there right, Coach. And I want to talk about the player development at this level, Coach, because I, I feel like the Sunbelt Conference, you get guys as freshmen and you try to max them out by the time they're seniors and juniors to be what they're going to be as a basketball player, or get them to accept their roles, whether it be being a screener, whether it be being a rebounder, a defender, a corner three-point shooter, or energy guy. I feel like getting guys to accept their roles and develop into what they're going to develop in, and we're doing that via film work, doing that via because there's mental coaching, helping them physically grow. So, in your you and your staff, how how much do you prioritize that player development piece each day of your, each day you you work with your guys, whether it be spring, summer, or whenever. We really <clears throat> we really focus on development in the in the spring and in the summer, and and somewhat in the fall. We do some development drills every day. We generally we generally put away 15 to 20 minutes of practice for development, uh, shooting, passing, you know, some certain skill level. I think those two are very important skill levels, passing and shooting. Um, so you you but as I tell the players, look, we can work with you out here an hour, but if that's all you do, only when we're with you, it isn't going to work out. You got to put some time in on your own. So uh, you know I. Uh, I, I, we, they know what we expect of them. They know what they should be doing. Now, whether it, at this time of the year, there's a lot of fatigue involved. And so quite often, you know, you get them there before practice, maybe 20 minutes early, and, 
you might have a 20-minute segment in practice, but quite often because of whatever the case may be, study hall or <clears throat> we do we do strength conditioning, strength training twice a week now during the season. Their hours are, are, are pretty jam-packed between school and, and basketball. And so you don't want to tire them out mentally. Uh, you want to keep your practices below two hours. An hour and a half to hour and 45 is preferential. And, uh, you know, we'll get we'll really hit it in the spring as far as development and then hit it again in the summer when they come back for summer school. And, Coach, if you could share a story on off. You talk about about Coach Melvin Hunt and my good buddy with Atlanta Hawks. You could share our listeners a good story, too, about Coach Hunt of our Atlanta Hawks here in town doing doing a great work for Coach Pearson and his organization right now, helping the Hawks grow his players, those young guys, and him helping those guys develop those guys. So I know you worked for you for a brief way, I told him off the air. So tell us a little bit about Coach Hunt, taking a little, a little bit more about him. Well, you know, Melvin's a, a very intelligent young man. He They really wanted him to go to law school at Baylor. And I think he thought it real seriously about it. But, <clears throat> uh, you know, he, he decided he wanted to coach. And it didn't take him long to move up the ranks. Um, but he is the type of young man that, you know, is, 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 I mean, there's nobody that doesn't like him. He's a, he's a very likable person. Uh, he's a great listener and that's partly why everybody likes him. And, uh, I think he studies the game. Uh, you know, he's one of those, he, Melvin was not a great player for us at Baylor. He was a solid role player, but he knew what we wanted. You know, he, he may not be able to. Uh, blow by his man and dunk on somebody, but but he knew how to play the game, and uh, uh, because he knew how to play the game, you know he was successful at it versus being overpowering athlete. And uh, <clears throat> I just knew because of that intelligence factor, that basketball IQ factor, that he would make a great great coach if he stuck with it. And uh, you know he's. Uh, I think he can get young men to see it the right way through the power of persuasion better than most can. And I think that's a gift he has that that is going to be very uh, helpful to him throughout his career. And, Coach, let's have him three first-round draft picks next year, a young roster with Trey Young and John Collins and Troy and Prince, who played at Baylor as well, Amari Spelman from Villanova. Kevin from Temple, uh, that young roster we have, we need a guy like Melvin who can relate to players and show them the right way on how to play the right way and, and get that concept down to a team to help the Hawks win games every night. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, I know he was very important to Coach Carl at the Denver Nuggets for a long time. Yes, and I know, I know he was very important to the Dallas Mavericks coaching staff. So, I mean, he's – He's been around the, the block a couple of times, and he he's become a veteran of the NBA. And I, I think he's a like I said, I just I just really hope that somebody will give him an opportunity uh, to uh, be a head coach in the NBA because I think he'd do a great job. Yes, indeed, I agree with the assistant coach as well, Coach Casper. You have a great time against the Louisiana teams coming to your place there. Hope you guys get those wins and look forward to seeing you. I'm coming to New Orleans, I think. That's what I, on my schedule. I'm hoping that stays that way. So if I see you in person in New Orleans and see and check you guys out live and in color, man. Yes, that would be great. I'd love to I'd love to meet you in person. Yes, indeed, Coach. Have a great day. Talk to you real soon, man. Enjoyed our, enjoyed our conversation. They really did enjoy it. Truly, truly did, Coach. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome, folks. Danny Casper on the Boss Man Show.
For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at CoachTWheel24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to do two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody. Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? 
Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m. Only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. All right, welcome back to the Gerald the Boss Man Show. We're joined by the coach of the Old Dominion Monarchs out of Conference USA, Coach Jeff Jones. Coach Jones, how are things up there in Virginia, man? Well, they're going well. It's it's wet, number one, but at least uh, there's there's no snow, so I guess that's a, that that's a good thing. But uh, we're we're getting ready for a big game uh, on Saturday against Western Kentucky. Uh, you know, with a, a lot of ramifications for uh, conference standings. Yeah, coach, I want to ask you about that. Uh, how the conference USA has now changed the conference format <laughs> with the round robin. Now they pick you, play you in your, in your different quadrants. So h- how is this going to work out? Can you explain to our listeners who are maybe fans what it's going to be, be like? Because I don't know, because I took the schedule and all of a sudden it was too, too, too be announced. And now I see you got Western <laughs> and a few others. So how is it going to go going forward, coach? Well, we'll, we'll see how it's going to go. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a, an interesting concept. It's, it's something, uh, you know, very creative that no other conference had ever done. So at the beginning of the year, we knew that we would play 14 conference games. We play everybody once in our uh, conference travel partner twice to get to the number 14. Then the last four games, we played 18 conference games ultimately. The last four games would be determined after last Saturday. Um, and they would look at the, the, the standings in, in the league, and the, the, the teams that were one through five would be put into a pod and basically play a four-game round robin. Those that are six through ten would be put in a pod and play a four-game round robin, and then the uh, 11 through 14 would do the same thing. We finished first in, uh, in, in the, you know, the, the first play of the regular season, um, so, so we have the top seed, which means that we play the second and third seeds at home and the fourth and fifth seeds on the road. And, uh, you know, to keep it as short as I can, I guess, the, the, the main reason for this is to try to protect the top seeds but give them quality opponents and quality metrics. Uh, last year it would have been the RPI. This year it's the, the net rankings. So that you're not playing against teams at the bottom of the conference that have 
you know, bad, bad metrics. And, and theoretically, and it has happened to us in the past, it happened to Middle Tennessee last year, where they actually won games and your, your RPI dropped. And, and so just trying to enhance the resumes of the better teams in the league so that uh, if, if at all possible, uh, you know, in a given year that you, you might be able to play yourself onto the bubble or, or get an at-large. I'm, I'm not sure that that's likely to happen uh, this, this year. Uh, you know, it's already generated a, a little bit of excitement within the which is a uh, you know, a lot of people outside of Conference USA have no idea really what's going on. But, uh, you know, it, it's a big game, you know, with, with uh, Western Kentucky coming in here Saturday. There's the number two seed. You know, we've got a, a two-game lead on, on, on the rest of the, uh, the, the, rest of the league, and, and we're just trying to do everything we can to, to stay in the top spot. And, uh, Coach, when it comes to tournament time, is the seeding still the same as it is right now, or does it change again? It, it, it will change again, but one through five cannot be any lower than five. So it can be shuffled among the different pods. Um, so we're, we're not locked in at one, but, but um, we, we can't drop any more than, than five. Uh, six through ten is, 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 you know, might, might shuffle, but they're going to be, you know, seated in those spots, if, if, if that makes any sense. It does, coach. And I can say overall, you've had a great year, coach. You were twenty-one and six, ten and three in non-conference play. And honestly, you, you could have been, if you look at it, twelve and one if you beat Oregon State and Northern Iowa in those close games. So I feel like the non-conference state really helped you guys, prime you guys for the Conference USA run, and gets you tougher opponents. And now you get ready to play your Westerns again. Those guys in, the, in that top five part of you guys, I feel like you guys are prepared and ready for it. Well, I, I, I think so. You know, early on, we're we're uh, we're, we're not a, what I would say a young team, but we're an inexperienced team. And like so many uh, so many clubs starting the season, we were trying to find ourselves. And we were down in in the Virgin Islands and uh, blew a nine nine point lead uh, with a couple minutes to go against Oregon State and just kind of gave that game away. Uh, couldn't buy a basket the next game against Northern Iowa. Uh, but then I, I think you know we 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 started taking some strides and improving you know we we beat vcu uh you know we we beat syracuse at syracuse we've we've had some uh some good conference wins so you know with with this group you know we we just come out and we compete every night um uh we 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 defensively we're 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 pretty good we're good on the boards offensively we we struggle sometimes but you know so we, we we found a way to be good enough offensively uh as you said to to win 21 games, to be 11 and three in conference. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter now, you know, teams, you, you got to come out and, and be ready to go and, uh, you know, bring your A game each time you take the court. And I feel like BJ and Ahmad really help you guys this time of year because they're spare seniors. They're your two leaders on the team, scoring and rebounding, doing big things for you, coach. And I feel like they're, they're affecting the young, not young guys, but the, the kids who are sophomores and who are coming up the ranks here. You can help them through a tough game because they've been through, through all these wars and a tough call here or a bad stretch here that won't deter them from making the right play and get you guys over that hump there. Well, you know, B, BJ and Ahmad, I mean, they're, they're our best players. They're our leading scorers. They're our captains. They're our leaders. And, and our team, I, I think, takes, uh, you know, takes direction from, from them. Um, the one thing, if, if we have a strength this year, I, I think it would be, uh, the, the fact that, 
even if things are going against us, we kind of keep plugging away, and that's why we've been able to come back uh, from, from some pretty substantial deficits at, at, at times. Uh, you know, those guys have, have been great leaders, and as you say, the, the, the young guys – uh, take their cue and uh, you know they've they've been getting better and they they, they listen and uh, you know the, the really interesting thing you know, at least for me and I've, I've got my fingers crossed we haven't come close to being uh, as good as I think that that we're capable of being I think we've got a lot of uh, a, a lot of room to improve uh, and and uh, you know hopefully we can do that uh, there, there's not that much time left in the season but there's still time you know to, to I think uh, uh, continue growing up and, and becoming a better team. And I, I'd love to see that happen. And, Coach, you kind of led me to my next point about player, player development, Coach, because I feel like at your level it's very important to develop guys over time, whether it be the spring, summer, and the fall, developing their talent, developing their mindset, developing their basketball IQs, developing them into accepting their roles. So with, with the younger guys, looking at B.J. and Amaya's examples, how have they grown development-wise on and off the court there? Well, I mean, you, you can see them getting better, you know, week to week and, and, and sometimes game to game. And everybody develops. Everybody matures at, at a different rate. But, uh, you know, guys like Dejour Dickens, uh, transfer, uh, sophomore transfer from, from Providence, uh, seven-footer that comes off the bench, you know, we can really see him coming on. Uh, uh, Kalua Zigba from, from Atlanta, um, you know, he, he's shown he, he's very talented. You know, he only turned 18 in, in October, so he's really young uh, chronologically. He's young from a basketball standpoint, but, you know, he's, he's pr- just, just consistently getting better. Jason Wade, another freshman that plays a lot of minutes for us, you know, has, has really grown. So, you know, you, you try to push them as, as much as you can without overwhelming them. Um, you know, the, the, what you talked about, the, you know, the offseason, you know, that improvement, that, that's the – most of the time, that's the skill development, uh, you know, part of the, of, of it. But the, the the learning, the gaining experience, getting tougher, understanding what wins that that's the kind of development that goes on during the course of a season, uh, and 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 that's just so valuable. Uh, and and you, you can't put a price on it, uh, and you can't rush it. But when it happens, you can see it happening before your eyes. And coach, this time of year. You play a good number of guys. I think that helps this time of year, especially when we get into that tournament format. You know, that third day or so where guy legs are kind of mushy. You know, I feel like while you playing the guys, them guys you play, you guys can be fresh and overcome foul trouble, or God forbid, an injury. You all, you all can overcome that because you've played guys, getting experience, they're comfortable in the system, the system, and they feel confident that you believe them to go out there and plays on the court when you when they when you call their number. Yeah, we're we're playing probably about nine guys, uh, you know, right right now, um, uh, and uh, you know that's that that's actually one less than we were playing earlier in this year. We we already had an injury uh, to Marquise Godwin, who uh, you know is is our best outside uh, scoring threat. Um, so we had to go through an adjustment period, and you know Mar- the thing Marquise was able to do was stretch defenses because they always had to account for him. But uh, Justice Kitcart has come off the bench. Uh, as our seventh or eighth man and, and given us a real spark, particularly at the offensive end in the number of games. Um, I, I think when, when, when you, you look at these games and when, when we can get to an opposition's bench, uh, that has been to our advantage. Uh, you know, we, we, we might be in a real tight game, but 
our, our, our bench and that depth uh, has, uh, you know, I, I think paid dividends and helped us to wear some, some teams down, uh, especially here in, in conference play. Coach, last one I got for you, Coach. I want to ask you, how how are you doing health-wise, Coach? I know you didn't announce in September you had prostate cancer. It came back. But I want to ask you, how how are you feeling? How have you been doing with that so far? Everything going well with that, Coach? Yeah, no, I appreciate you asking. And I'm I'm, I'm doing great. I'm feeling good. Uh, Energy is high. Uh, You know, just just continuing with the treatment and trying to be a good patient. But, uh, you know, uh, the good thing has, has been that, you know, uh, you know, with, with, without any, you know, major setbacks or anything, I'm, I'm able to, uh, kind of just focus on basketball and give it everything that, that I've got. I feel very blessed. Uh, and, uh, uh, just, just knock on wood, everything will continue going in, in the right direction. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, uh, uh, I guess I've, I've, I've got to deal with, but, uh, it, it hasn't been a, a negative at all this season. Well, Coach, I'll tell you for me personally, prostate cancer is something that's near and dear to my heart because it took took, got, took my father away from me and my two yes, uncles. So when I see that, it, it gets my radars up, and I, I'm a very much an advocate for prostate cancer awareness and getting yourself checked because I've seen I saw my father suffer, suffer with the disease, and I know what it what can, can do in, 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 the, in the wrong way. So I definitely want to tell you, Coach, I'm pulling for you. You know, I, I, I saw that report earlier last year. It struck me because I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, I know – my dad had the same thing, so I was wanted to. You know, I, I'm thinking about your coach in that regard. Now, I'm definitely with you in that fight as well. It's affecting me personally, but I'm still with you in that fight as well, coach. Well, I, I appreciate it. And, and when I, I found out about the reoccurrence, uh, uh, it was actually not uh, well. It's about almost two years ago now. Um, I, I knew that at, at some point I wanted to go public with it to to uh, uh, again to to kind of encourage men. Um, uh, to, to, to get checked and, and, you know, to, to be aware of, of the dangers of prostate cancer, because, uh, you know, if you can ca- catch it early, uh, you know, with, with a simple PSA test, uh, the, the survival rates and everything else is, is so much higher. Uh, and I, I just want to make sure that, you know, if I could, uh, uh, you know, try to help one person and it's, it's been amazing. I, I get emails and calls, uh, all the time of, of, of men, you know, over the age of, of, of 50. And it, it especially hits the African-American male population uh, even harder. Uh, and and I, I get these calls of, you know, men that have said, you know, I've, 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 I heard about it and I, I went and I got tested. And, and that makes me uh, feel like, uh, you know, going public with it was, was definitely the, the right decision. And, uh, you know, hopefully, we, you know, prostate cancer, there, there's a lot of us out there, but, uh, as I said, if we can we can uh, you know detect it early, uh, we can control it and have a lot more uh, uh, successful outcomes. Yes, indeed, coach. That's something I told my daddy before he passed away. I'll definitely keep the fight going for you. Now, that's something I've committed to since he's he's passed. I've committed to doing that, keeping that legacy going on to help other men and help. You know, he wasn't saved, but to help other men be saved as well. Those in my family get them tested as well, coach. I just want to share that with you. That I'm with you in that fight, coach, for sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, Coach, I'm telling you, I'm hoping you guys pull this thing out in West Kentucky. I'll say when they come see you at home there, and I'll be pulling for you guys. I'll be keeping close tabs on you guys' games going forward. And hope to talk to you when you make that tick march into the big dance. Talk to you a little bit in a little month or so there, Coach. Hoping to talk to you again. All right. That would be great. I appreciate you. Coach, have a great weekend. Talk to you soon, buddy. Okay. Take care. Thank you.
No problem. It's Jeff Jones, people on the Boss Man Show. Hip hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me you could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks. Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.